to the Spiritual Singer Podcast. I'm Jess, your friendly neighborhood dubro medium and recovered skeptic, here to explain the unexplainable, to dive deep into spiritual concepts, to educate, inspire, and empower you. Whether you're just dipping your toes into the water of woo-woo or fully underway in your spiritual journey, trying to find your place. Grab an espresso, a wine, or whatever you need to get ready. It's about to get spiritual. Welcome back. Today we are going to talk all about Mercury Retrograde. Who is Mercury? Why do we care? Is he actually even going backwards? And all of the do's and don'ts that you can survive this So my understanding is that there was a Roman god and his name is Mercurius. And then there was a Greek god and his name was, I don't know, when I see the name like that, I want to say like M.A., like the bags, but I think his name was Hermes, okay? (laughs) They had the same qualities and somehow someone decided to call them the same thing, call it Mercury and move on. That's what I got from all this. Whoever it was that got to be known as Mercury was the interpreter and translator of the gods, and he served as their messenger. Being that he was the most clever of the Olympian gods, he ruled over wealth, commerce, communication, good fortune, travelers, boundaries, thieves, and he also served as a guide to the underworld. Astrologers believe that during the Mercury retrograde period, the areas that Mercury reigns over will likely experience mix-ups and confusions. So anything to do with communication, technology, travel, planning, etc., etc., etc. What are some examples? Texts not being delivered, secrets coming out by accident, computers breaking down, fallouts with your friends, decision-making is super hard, you can imagine the rest. Or like, if you're affected by this, I am not always the most sold on every astrological thing that there is. But with Mercury Retrograde, I really do know. Like, I know when it's coming because all of my shit starts breaking. And I feel like I can't explain myself to everybody or like what I'm saying is wrong. So I'm interested to see how this affects you. People also say that they have symptoms like brain fog and high anxiety like it's like an influx or uh whatever the opposite of an influx is in energy you're either really tired or like really of like you're full of anxious energy you're just like ready to go a lot of people can also feel nostalgic right like the idea of retrograde is that it's going backwards so we start to reminisce and think about old things and this is why texts from our ex come up or we're the one texting them at two in the morning and yeah so astrologers believe that our communications are affected that we can experience brain fog that our technology isn't working basically everything is going to chaos before we get to the survival guide let's talk about what a retrograde actually is because it's interesting or maybe i'm just a huge nerd but probably both the idea of retrograde was created when we still thought that the earth was the center of the universe At that point, like when a car passes you on the highway, one is going fast and one is going slow and you get that like funny backwards motion feeling, it appears that you're going backwards, but you're still going forwards. They perceive that as an actual change in direction and called it retrograde and nobody's thought to change it since. 
interesting. <laughs> so basically, everyone felt like it was going backwards, right? Like they were seeing it in the sky and they were tracing it and it looked like it was going backwards until this guy named Copernicus was like, actually, guys, the sun is in the middle, duh. And then that makes Mercury on the inside. So on the, like, there's the sun and then there's Mercury and then who comes next? My Venus and then there's us. Did you ever learn that in school? We learned my very eager monkey jumped straight over nine planets. But now Pluto's not a planet anymore, so they probably have a new one. Anyways, so this guy Copernicus figured out that the sun was in the middle and that actually all of the planets are going the same way. But because Mercury is the second planet from the sun, which is what I just said, it means that it rotates inside the Earth and it passes by us every 88 days, which means that about four times a year for about three weeks long, it feels like we get this like backwards slow motion car feeling. And don't worry, I didn't do that math myself, so you can trust it. Interestingly enough, there is also a shadow or a shade period that happens two weeks before and two weeks after this illusion. During the pre-period, it's like a little preview. It seems to slow down. We're shown the shadows that will be shown to us during this time of healing, during the retrograde. And after should be like a feeling of clarity, relief. Like, you know, when they put on the cheesy romantic song at the end of the movie and they like ride off into the sunset and like, it kind of all makes sense but it doesn't but you feel better anyways like that so like i said i don't always buy into all of this astrology stuff you guys know this i think that anything that helps you live your life in a way that makes you happy is amazing and anything that connects you to your highest self and to source amazing i'm on board but mercury retrograde is really one of the ones that i feel and i wonder why that is and so an interesting thing to do is to look in your birth chart and see if you can literally just google this if mercury was in retrograde when you were born because if it was in retrograde this might be like a super powerful time for you because your mercury in your chart is going to feel very at home and if not then you're going to be experiencing chaos like most of the world so what are we supposed to do about this let's start with what not to do because the list is a lot shorter (laughs) so we're going to avoid signing contracts starting new projects breaking up with our partners getting frustrated in traffic relying on technology and answering your toxic ex essentially this is a time to like during the full moon acknowledge the emotions and the things that are coming up right like okay i'm feeling really restless with my partner i'm seeing all of the parts of them that are really annoying me and it's really making me want to text my ex like is that true or is this a pattern of yours that you're falling back into because mercury retrograde can also bring up a lot of old shadows for us which is what we're going to get into now in the do section right it can bring up old wounds that we thought that we healed and it's like they come back or like this is how i feel it anyways i feel like they come back and they're like remember me remember when you thought you fixed me like haha there's so work to do (laughs) like i find myself losing my temper at things when like or like reacting to things instead of being proactive like instead of just being the observer of the situation i get really emotionally involved unnecessarily and i know that that just causes like unnecessary strain you know 
stuff like that. So whatever it is that you think that you struggle with, it'll come up. And if like for you, that's something like road rage, that's probably going to come up with for you. But I know you're thinking, if I get an amazing opportunity during this time, am I really supposed to say no? No. If something is truly in alignment for you, then Mercury Retrograde will not mess it up. If it is in perfect alignment, you are good to go, my friend. Just make sure that you read things over once, twice, three times a lady. <laughs> I hope <laughs> at least one person laughed. <laughs> Okay, so what are we going to do to survive this? One person suggested, maybe we'll, maybe we'll go least legit to most legit. <laughs> One person suggested to cleanse your electronic devices, cars, or personal space with lavender. Lavender is said to open the throat chakra, which governs communication. All right, I'm really down for this like cleanse. There is a to-do on the list that talks about like cleaning things out. That makes a lot of sense to me, right? We're like going backwards. We're going, I think about it as like rotating inwards. We're going inwards. It's a cleansing. It's a purging of old things. But I'm always weary of like this witchcraft stuff because you don't really need that. Like even like sage and incense and crystals like they're amazing but you can also do all of that with your intentions but if you feel called to cleanse with lavender be my guest it smells nice meditate to reach a state a state of peace that not even mercury retrograde can shake i think that one is really funny and something that you should be doing every day anyways all right for my crystal fans i threw this one in there but I don't know. The only crystals I have have been bought for me. So I don't even know what half of them are. <laughs> Keep citrine or lapis lazuli healing crystals thought to aid with communication close by. Again, this is like less to do with the crystals and more to do with you being able to fully express yourself. Keep a journal to reflect on what you're feeling that we want to do anyways surrender to the slowdowns this one is important this retrograde is going to bring things up for you that you don't want to look at you wanted to leave in your rear view mirror and so the universe is going to throw a few speed bumps in your path and how can you learn to appreciate them like i know i know our urge is to freak out and cry and be mad trust me i literally did it this morning i get it but then it's where's the good here what can i learn here what am i being reflected and how can i be better another thing to do this one i'm a little bit weary to say all right but just go with me here so we're purging old things right like we have this idea of like going into the past so yeah, cleaning out your closets would be amazing. It's a great time to finish projects as well. We don't want to start new projects right now, but we want to um, tie up the loose ends on other things that we may have started and put to the side. What I'm hesitant to say is that a lot of people suggest that you reach out to people you haven't seen in a while. Mm -hmm. Why am I so hesitant to say that? Because this is bringing up old wounds insecurities addictions 
ego, all of this stuff can be in a person, right? If you have the belief that you are not worthy of love, you are going to continue to seek partners who show you that. So if during this Mercury retrograde, you want to reach out to your um, neighbor from your childhood who you used to always play with and they make you really happy when you think about them and you would love to just like get a coffee with them or even just send them a message with no expectations and just be like hey thinking about you hope you're doing well sure go for it but if it's like midnight and you're about to call somebody who you know you shouldn't be calling don't do it you know how this ends you know how it ends do not do it or at least wait until mercury retrograde is over and if you still want to do it if it's like a genuine need coming from your soul and you're like i i i need to go through this cycle again then then fine but they have not changed the situation's not going to change and you do not need to feed that belief anymore. So that's why I'm so hesitant in saying that one. One that I am not hesitant to say is be as gentle and compassionate as you can with yourself and with others, right? This is a time of like a lot of old stuff coming up. Like you can find yourself reacting in ways that you don't really do anymore and you're almost like who is this person right so when somebody's reacting to you or you're reacting to them just keep that in mind that that's what that is that's a reaction it could have literally nothing to do with you they are just reacting to whatever is being reflected to them or whatever is coming up for them speaking about that this is a big time for shadow work shadow work is like when we Shadow work is when we confront the things within ourselves that we don't want to <laughs> simply put. Like, there's no reason to make it flowery. It's not the thing about you. It, it's not your mom's photo album with a picture of your butt. Not that kind of thing that you don't want people to know about you. It's, it's the big stuff. It's the things that you think are ugly and make you unlovable or unworthy the things that feed those beliefs it's it's taking those parts of yourself and looking at them and giving them compassion and love and understanding maybe love is a bit too dramatic of a word you don't have to love them but you can accept them as a part of yourself whether that's your jiggly thighs or the way you talk shit about people i don't know i can't tell you only you can know that but that's why meditation and journaling are on the list, right? And like these basic things, they always come up. And sometimes I know you feel like I did it. I've done it for so long. I don't need to do it anymore. But like you do, you know, that would be like an, Olymp an Olympian being like, oh, whatever. I got into the Olympics. I don't need to train anymore. Like, no, that's not what they do. They probably train harder after they get into the Olympics. I don't know. I've been eating a lot of cookies. So I don't <laughs> I feel like that automatically removes some of my sports knowledge, but I'm not sure how that works. I don't think that's science. 
Something else we want to do in terms of communication is one, we want to collect our words. We want to take a minute. My dad would call this a pregnant pause. I don't know where he got that from, but he definitely didn't make it up because it's like the pause before you say something, right? Because if you think about it, if all this stuff is coming up for us, our first reaction is going to be just that. It's going to be a reaction to all of this old stuff that we don't need or want anymore. So by taking that second, even if the moment feels like full of tension and you're just like sitting there in silence, take that second, take that breath. It is going to be harder to communicate than normal and it's important that you get your thoughts across because your thoughts are important and speaking of communication we want to triple quadruple check messages emails and plans i cannot tell you how many appointments i have missed during mercury retrograde i can't explain it to you i don't know if it has anything to do with the planet but i can tell you that that happens and also you want to read the fine print which is kind of the same thing, right? We just want to be super, super, super sure because like we said, Mercury is the god of communication. So he is going to be playing with us a little bit with the way, not only with the way that we communicate our points across to others, but also in the way that now we have technology and the way that our technology commutes, commutes, communicates with one another lastly let's talk about what i mentioned earlier so when i think of this backward motion that's not really backward motion but whatever when i think about this retrograding it feels like a turning into yourself like a like an introspective turn like instead of looking at everything around you this is a time to look inward connect with nature None of your technology is working anyway. You might as well go outside. Spend time with yourself. Your outward communication is lowered, which, you know, I guess it counts like a sense. <laughs> so your inward communication should be hired. And this is why meditation and journaling can be so powerful because you will be able to get so much more out of it during this time. And lastly, be open to realignment. Like I said before, if energies are perfectly aligned, Mercury will not be able to affect them. And that could mean that you're going to have things that feel like setbacks, whether or not they are. They're going to feel like it, but they might actually be the best thing that happened to you. And I know that that sounds so cheesy and you might hate me a little bit for saying it but it really is true what is yours will not pass you i want to leave it off on a funny quote that i saw somebody said something like it's really easy to have misunderstandings when you think that you're the center of the universe and they were obviously referring to pre-Copernicus when we thought that the earth was the center of the universe and everything revolved around us and we thought that Mercury was actually going backwards when it's not. It like spirals in on itself. But I think that's so true, right? Like that's what keeps us in reaction. These things that are not going our way or not functioning properly, they could be teaching us a lesson. They could be healing us. 
could also just be random circumstance. It could be a part of somebody else's healing. We won't know that just yet. So how can we leave space open and accept that we are not the center of the universe? And sometimes things are not going to go our way. But we can trust and surrender to what the universe has to offer us. And trust that it's in our best interest. And trust that as long as we are staying in alignment and, and following what we truly feel is best for us then we will be guided to the highest and best versions of ourselves, the highest and best timelines, to the things that are truly and deeply meant for us that are in perfect alignment. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that that was helpful. As always, share this with anyone that you would think it would help. Anytime you share any of my content here or on Instagram or from my website or wherever, it's really, really helpful to me. And as always, if you have questions about readings or any part of spirituality, even if you just want to have a chit chat, you can find me on Instagram at my website. All of the links are below in the show notes. And I will see you next week. I love you so much. I appreciate you even more. And we'll talk soon.